Hello, thanks for listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. This is Adam Rosen, your host. I'm a fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeon who specializes in joint replacement. In these episodes, I'm going to share with you a lot of my tips and tricks and review classic articles and current implant designs. Thanks for tuning in and on with the show. Hello and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen and you're listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. Well, I hope you enjoyed the um, the star system and the algorithm for the Total Knee Balancing still working on the Total Hip Balancing. So I, I want to put that out once I, um, I'm comfortable with making sure that I've got all the algorithms. But in the meantime, um, I thought it would be interesting to do a, a number of episodes, just some brief ones, but on some of the, the classic articles and some of the classifications you know, these are things that you might commonly get asked, and sometimes people don't really understand the whole history or know the actual um, document that this classification came from. Um, and also, I'm hoping that this may actually work as a quick, easy reference that, you know, before you hop onto rounds or go to a conference or hop into the operating room, it becomes a, a short little resource that you can jump to to get some data on some of these classifications. So, you know, w- with that in mind, you know, classifications are really important. They're an important way for us to be able to classify things that we're looking at, you know, whether or not these be fractures or whether or not these are um, findings on x-ray or findings intraoperatively. It also allows us a way to communicate. Um, And most importantly, it hopefully is reproducible and dictates treatment. That's one of the excellent ways where some of these classifications that we'll discuss later, you know, really help define how you might treat or manage a particular problem. So the first one I'm going to actually start with, um, this is the outer bridge classification. So this is a classification that sometimes people, they're not even really familiar with what the name of the classification is, the the first physician that documented this, but they commonly describe these changes that we see in cartilage, you know, grade one, two, three, four. So this um, original article was published in the uh, British JBJS in 1961 by Dr. Alderbridge. Uh, It was published up in British Columbia, Canada. And the title of his article was The Etiology of Chondromalacia Patella. Um, So what this study was, it was actually um, a study of 196 patients that he had recorded the intraoperative appearance of the cartilage of the patella while he was doing open meniscectomies. So he was actually pretty... yeah, kind of insightful in looking at other things other than just the thing that he was treating at the particular time. And he kept very good records. Um, and he came up with a classification that we now use, not just in the patella, um, but in all joints, you know, both arthroscopically as well as open to describe these changes. And I think more commonly, you know, we use these findings in an arthroscopic um, manner, whether or not you're looking at the ankle or the hip, or the knee, or the shoulder, um, but this is actually first described in an open manner. So, you know, of his 196 cases, um, he had a range in age from 12 to 69 years old, uh, and what he found was that the normal appearance of healthy hyaline cartilage at the deep surface of the patella was this bluish-white, or he described it as smooth and glistening and resilient. And those were the, the findings um, that he saw looking inside the normal knee. So from there he developed this grading system. And this is the grading system that is very important for you to know and understand. And most commonly, you're going to see it discussed in operative reports, especially um, in arthroscopy 
And this may be useful to a doctor down the road when they determine other treatment options or better as a way of defining what you saw at the time of the procedure. So four different grades that Alderbridge had for what the cartilage looked like. So grade one was softening and swelling. So this is the earliest changes that we may see some abnormalities in the cartilage itself. Now, grade two was fragmentation and fissuring of the cartilage in an area less than half an inch in diameter. And grade three is those same findings, fragmentation and fissuring, but in an area greater than one half inch diameter. I sometimes hear people talk about you know, fissuring kind of grade two and fragmentation or fibrillation grade three, and they'll, they'll kind of mix up some of those, those terms. But, you know, his original classification, grade two, grade three, the difference being the area. So um, when we talk about the size, half an inch of diameter in grade two and greater than a half an inch diameter in grade three. And then grade four was erosion down the bone, which commonly most people, you know, get and understand. Um, now, just historically and interestingly, he did come up with three main summaries um, at the end of his article. You know, he discussed that chondromalacia of the patella starts most frequently on the medial facet. So it's really interesting if you go back and read his article and his discussion of what the patella does in extension and at 40 degrees of flexion and deep flexion and where the facets hit and the fat pad and how how the actual kinematics of that patellofemoral joint occur during range of motion. Um, number two, we talked about the anatomy of the medial femoral condyle um, being described and including the rim at the superior border and the different arrangement of the upper border of the lateral femoral condyle. And number three, he found that rubbing of the medial patellar facet on the rim at the upper border of the medial femoral condyle can explain, in part, the etiology of chondromalacia. So he had some really early insight. You know, I mean, we're talking now, what, 60 years ago, um, as far as his observations of early arthritis in the patellofemoral joint um, and, and what he saw. But to this day, you know, the classification still bears his name, the Outerbridge classification. So again, grade one, softening and swelling. Grade two, fragmentation and fissuring in an area less than half an inch in diameter. Grade three, fragmentation and fissuring in an area greater than a half an inch of diameter. And grade four was erosion down to bone. So I hope you find this helpful. Um, just bury this uh, in your armamentarium classifications and your way of discussing and describing. In these next few episodes, I'm going to go into some other classic articles and classifications. Um, in the meantime, stay safe. This is Adam Rosen. You've been listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. You've been listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed so you'll be notified of future episodes. And please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. Until next time, stay safe.